This is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh, and strength to your bones. Proverbs 3, verses 5-8 through What an awesome way to begin a broadcast. And dear friends, thank you for joining us, and thanks to our J. Webb for his kind introductions, and once again, greetings to each of you. Good reading of the Word of God is important. What a joy to study the Word of God on this broadcast and to consider a text from Proverbs 3. But dear friends, might we say that good writing based upon the Word of God and by the authority of the Word of God is good reading for us as well. It helps us to learn. In 1 Timothy 4 and verse 13, Paul told Timothy, Until I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. We are honored today for what we like to call our Biblical Article Broadcast. Articles that are written by those who strive to walk in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. Articles that we feel would be thought-provoking for you, our listeners, and our friends, and helpful in the study of the Word of God. Today we have some good writing ahead as we think about the eyes of the Lord. It is written by Brother Hugh Fulford, who hails from Tennessee, and edits a weekly email article titled, Hughes, News, and Views. Brother Fulford has preached the gospel for well over 60 years. And today we want to return to March the 17th, 2020, for his article. Now before we begin and bring forth that article for your consideration, let's consider another excellent tool of reading, courtesy of the International Gospel Hour and our co-laborers at the Gospel Gleaner. Please hear R.J. Webb. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer a free bi-monthly publication to send your way. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has provided sound biblical studies in a periodical format. It's published six times every year, and subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments box that you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Again, for a free subscription of the Gospel Gleaner, just sign up at gospelgleaner.com. Let's continue our studies. Now let's consider the eyes of the Lord. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him, 2 Corinthians, or rather, 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9, first part. As the years have come and gone, the above passage has become increasingly precious and meaningful to me. This week I want to write about this beautiful text. First, it is important that the context be understood. The last half of the verse says, In this you have done foolishly, therefore from now on you shall have wars. What is the significance of these words from Second Chronicles 16? 
The words are spoken by Hanani, the seer of God, and are directed to Asa, king of Judah. At an earlier time, Asa and the kingdom of Judah had gone to battle against the Ethiopians and Lubim. The army of the Ethiopians and Lubim was huge, consisting of many chariots and horsemen. But because Asa had relied on the Lord, the Lord delivered the Ethiopians and Lubim into Asa's hands, verses 7 and 8. Later, however, when Asa and Judah were attacked by Basha and the kingdom of Israel, instead of relying on the Lord as he had done in the case with the Ethiopians and the Lubim, Asa turned to the king of Syria for help, verses 1 through 6. It is this military alliance which, with Ben-Hadad in Syria, to which Hanani has reference to when he says to Asa, In this you have done foolishly, verse 9b. Continuing from Second Chronicles 16, Sadly, instead of profiting from Hanani's words, Asa became angry with him and put him in prison, verse 10. But Hanani's message was true for Asa, and is still true for the people of God today. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. How we all do need to learn and deeply appreciate this fact and find great comfort and assurance in it. There are numerous passages that speak of the eyes of the Lord. Proverbs 15.3 says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. When I was a boy, we often sang that great old song, There's an all-seeing eye watching you. I mentioned that in a sermon on one occasion, and a brother told me that he did not like that song because it made him uncomfortable. I suspect that all of us at times might wish that the Lord did not see what we were doing, know what we were thinking, or hear what we were saying. However, we need to realize that the eyes of the Lord are not only eyes of detection, but also eyes of protection, and in this we should rejoice. Speaking for God, the psalmist declared, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye, Psalm 32, 8. In the same context, David then wrote, Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him, Psalm 32, 10. In another psalm, David wrote, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, Psalm 34, 15, and 16a. A thousand years later, the Apostle Peter, writing in the New Testament under the direction of the Holy Spirit, reaches all the way back to this psalm and quotes it almost verbatim in a text from which I often preach a sermon titled, God's Game Plan for Life, 1 Peter 4, 8-12. Every Christian should rejoice to know that the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and His ears are open to their prayers. At the same time, every person needs to know that the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, 1 Peter 4.12. Prior to his crucifixion, Jesus predicted that Peter would deny him three times. Peter vehemently denied that he would ever do such a thing, Luke 22.31-34, also Matthew 26.31-35, Mark 14.27-31. True to the Lord's words, Peter did deny Christ three times within a short span of time, swearing and cursing and denying that he knew the man. When he made the third denial, Christ, standing within eyesight, turned and looked at Peter, Luke twenty-two sixty-one. 
How Peter must have absolutely withered at that look from the Lord. No wonder he went out and wept bitterly. Verse 62. I would have too. What a humbling reminder of the piercing, detecting eyes of the Lord. In one of the most sobering texts in all the Bible, at least to me, are the words found in Hebrews 4.13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. The King James Version. Think seriously about that last phrase. Him with whom we have to do. This is a somber phrase that is also used in the New American Standard Bible to emphasize our ultimate accountability to God and the fact that we each will face God in judgment, Romans 14.12. As we approach that event, we need to remember that all things are naked and opened to the eyes of Him to whom we must give account, the New King James Version of Hebrews 4.13. Brother Fulford concludes, May we seriously... Or may we take seriously the reality of the detecting eyes of the Lord, and may we find great peace and comfort in the protecting eyes of the Lord. Let us remember the words of the wise man when he said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh, and strength to your bones. Proverbs 3, 5-8 Dear friends, what a wonderful article. The eyes of the Lord. And I love the line that Brother Fulford brought in. We need to realize the eyes of the Lord are not only eyes of detection, but also eyes of protection, and in this we should rejoice. Oh, dear friends, let's pause, let's build off this. Hey, have you tried our free Bible study by mail? Listen to our J-Web. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now... Back to Jeff. And again, dear friends, we hope that our studies that we offer to you, and again, everything we offer here is absolutely free. So please let us hear from you. We'd love for you to have a part in our home study and of all the things that we offer through the International Gospel Hour. What a wonderful article today to consider by Brother Hugh Fulford of the Eyes of the Lord. When we think about the eyes of the Lord, let us in turn seek, and let us seek the one who is looking upon us. You know, another article that I have my way, Why Study the Bible, I refer to from time to time. It has a list of reasons why. And as the Lord looks upon us, well, let us in turn look upon the Word of God. Why study the Bible? Well, those who search the Scriptures are considered by God to be noble. Acts 17 and verse 11 reminds us that those in the city of Berea were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Here's why. 
They received the word with readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Dear friends, just don't listen to a radio broadcast and accept it as truth. Take the Bible, study what has been taught, and search the scriptures to see if those things are so. For at the end, it is the eyes of the Lord that are upon us, and we must make certain that we are responding faithfully to Him. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie. Dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,